Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to episode three of Denmark and Dice. Before we begin, does anyone remember what happened last time? (coughs) 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 (laughs) I had a feeling that it was going to be you. Uh, Why don't you give us a recap? Okay, so... We all decided that Hamlet would act crazy to lower everyone's guard. Meanwhile, I went to my mom and told her about all the crazy things Hamlet had been up to, including their hat, which didn't match their tunic. Then she dragged both Horatio and me to court to tell everyone else that Hamlet had booked a one-way ticket to Crazy Town. Then Hamlet's dad shows up and he's a ghost. I'm pretty sure there was something else, though. I remember talk of uh, strained peace treaties, uh, perhaps a, a mission? I don't remember that. Yeah, me neither. Can we get back to the recap? Ugh, I give up. Okay, Hamlet's dad, the ghost, shows up and tells Hamlet to stop playing games. Then the court stumbles across Hamlet, and Hamlet scares them all off. Then, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern show up, but it turns out they were summoned by the king and are working for him. <gasps> Gasp! Betrayal! Then the court comes back and tries to spy on Hamlet and me while Hamlet pretends to be crazy, and I pretend to be distraught. <sighs> you can't see it, but I'm totally swooning dramatically right now. Well, that brings us to the present. After tricking the court, you have reconvened in Hamlet's room to decide on the next course of action. It is a lovely day here in the castle, and you have somehow convinced Hamlet to open their windows. A breeze blows through the room. There are traveling actors rehearsing a fight down in the courtyard. What are you all doing? I'm going to go up to the windows and watch the players in the courtyard. Oh, me too. I love theater. Um, hello? Has everyone forgotten that we still have some scheming to do? Oh, do I recognize any of the actors? Yeah, have we seen any of them before? Actually, as luck would have it, you saw them last night. They were really good, some of the best you've ever seen. Looking down upon the courtyard, it is not monsters that this player here, but in a fiction, could force his soul to his own conceit. Tears in his eyes, a broken voice, and his whole function suiting, with forms to his conceit, and all for nothing. Okay, now can we go back to scheming? Ooh, we should all go congratulate them on last night's performance. I can give them some tips, you know, actor to actor. But I must say I envy their abilities. I mean, if I could convey such emotion over nothing, let's just say that Claudius would think twice about trying to get away with murder. Oh yeah, a dramatic tirade at a tyrant would have solved all of our problems. That's what I'm saying! I roll my eyes. Shall we go see them? (laughs) Okay, okay, fine. Wait! Hold on. I'm feeling inspired. Hamlet, I get that you would literally die if you stopped angsting, but please, stop. Not again. Oh, shush. Oh, what a rogue and peasant slave am I. What would he do had he the motive that I had? He can drown the stage with tears, make mad the guilty, and confound the ignorant, and amaze indeed the very faculties of eyes and ears. Yet I have yet to say anything. Am I a coward? Who calls me villain? Who does me this? Uh, Ha! Swoons, I should take it, for it cannot be, but I am pigeon-livered and lack gall. Remorseless, treacherous, kindless villain. Oh, vengeance, I must have thee. Wait. Theater? Self-expression. This makes me think. Why upon it? Oh, my brain. I have heard that guilty creatures sitting at a play have been struck so to the soul by the very cunning of a scene that presently they confess their malefactions. 
For murder, though it have no tongue, will speak. With most miraculous organ, we'll have these players play something like the murder of your father. Before your uncle will observe his looks, if he but blench, will know the course. The ghost of my father that I have seen may be a demon. And demons have power. I do have power. And perhaps due to my weakness and my melancholy, it abuses me to damn me. If this succeed, I'll have grounds more relative than this apparition's word. The play is the thing wherein we'll catch the conscience of the king. Did you hear that? That's absolute inspiration. Uh, yes, kind of Very good job, Hamlet. These actors out here are the best in the world, either it be for tragedy, comedy, history, pastoral, so pastoral comical, historical pastoral, tragical historical, your tragical comical historical pastoral, um, scene inevitable or poem unlimited. The actors, for the law and writ and the liberty of the stage. These are our only options. So you're going to seek out the actors and have them perform a play that mirrors real life. Interesting. Interesting. The three of you head down to the courtyard where the actors are just wrapping up their rehearsal. You round them up, Hamlet, and pretty soon they have formed a small crowd around you and your company. You are welcome, masters. Welcome all. I'm glad to see thee well. Um, I must congratulate you again on the performance that you so generously gave yesterday Eve. We'll have a speech straight from that. Come, give us another taste of your talent. Come, speak to us the passionate speech. Ew, which speech, my lord? Well, one, one speech I chiefly love. Twas Macbeth contemplating his sanity, hallucinating, the dagger. I mean, it's for everything, really. So, if it pleases you, begin at this line. Let me see. Um, It was, is this a dagger which I see before me? The handle toward my hand. Come, let me clutch thee. I have thee not, and... <coughs> Poor God, supreme overlord, well spoken with... Good accent and good discretion. Uh, the players will continue from here. Yes, yes, yes. I know, I know. Is this a dagger which I see before me? The handle toward my hand. Come, let me clutch thee. I have thee not, and yet I see thee still. Art thou fatal, vision, sensible, to feeling as to sight? Or are thou but a dagger of the mind, a false creation proceeding from the hard-oppressed brain? This is too long. Tis just the length it was when I observed it yesternight. Mayhaps you were not able to keep your senses about you when there was not ongoing. Prithee, say on, keep it lively or he sleeps. Say on, say on, come to the, the, the fooling of the senses. Mine eyes are made the fools of the earth's senses. I see thee still. And on thy blade and dungeon, gouts of blood. Gouts of blood. That good gouts of blood is good. Which was not so before. There's no such thing. Is it the bloody business which informs thus to mine eyes? Look how he has turned his color and, and has tears in his eyes. Pray you no more. Now, my good players, I have my own performance writ that I must entreat you to perform tonight. Uh, my lord, we will not. Come on, please. My lord, we have already performed before the king, and you entreat us to do so again this night? We cannot hope to learn another such length in such a short time. Oh, please. Mine is far superior to the one you performed last night. 
Surely as actors, as artists, you want a challenge, something to stir the heart and, and really make a statement about the world we live in. You'd be so much better off with my script than... Macbeth? Yes. Better off than Macbeth. Hamlet, I'm going to need you to roll persuasion. Yeah, that's fair. That's, um... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> that's a nat one plus six. That's a seven. I'm assuming that's a fail. Mm, you assume correctly. A thousand apologies, my lord, but fear of the king greatly outweighs my uh, uh, love for your play. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure you have lots of actor and director friends who would be interested. Why don't, why don't you just hold on to it and... Don't call me. I'll call you. Or not. The players exit. I so... God be with ye. Ah, uh, the nerve of him. I mean... Really, who does he think he is, other than one of the most celebrated actors around? I know. Here I am, trying to give him an enlightening glimpse into the very future of theatre, uh, and- Now, my sweet, good honey overlord, do, do not fear your brow. I have a plan. Oh, of course you do. Here we go again. <laughs> Shut up. I have a plan to execute that I cannot manage alone. Myself, Bardrolf, Petro, and Gadshill partake in a game of roles every Thursday night, but tomorrow- None will there be but I. This is our chance. The plot must be enacted. Entreat the king to come play in their stead. There, with careful crafting of story, we shall mix in the truth of the murder with the fantasy of the game. I give Ophelia a blank stare. Out of character? I have no idea what you're talking about. If he panics, he shall be exposed. Oh! Mm, Wonderful idea. How shall we convince him to play? Wait, hold on. Time out. Yes? Let me get this straight. Ophelia, you want to use your D&D group to expose Claudius as the murderer? Well, my group isn't meeting this Thursday, so we can invite Claudius instead. D&D to expose a murderer is D&D for a good cause. So you want to play a game of D&D within a game of D&D? Yes. I... Huh. I was not expecting that. Do I need to write another campaign or something? There's no need. I can do it. And I can play a character like Claudius. You know, someone evil who can expose Claudius for what he really is. So it's settled. We shall invite the king to game night. I guess it is. I don't think I've ever had a game within a game before. This should be interesting. In the meantime, who's going to ask Claudius? Oh, me. I'll come with you. Someone has to make sure Hamlet doesn't say something to the king they'll regret. I'll come too, Horatio. I do believe you'll need my help for such a quest. You find the king in the throne room picking his nose. As you walk in, he flicks the booger and tries his best to look regal and maintain respect. He doesn't. Good morrow, Hamlet. Good morrow, my liege. Your nose, I mean your face, my king, is a book where men may read strange matters. Claudius glances around, pretending there was no booger, in an attempt to regain the dignity that he just lost. He doesn't regain the dignity. But do not fret, for we have a distraction to ease your nose nerves. Ophelia has game partners who have quit all of a sudden, and you shall put this night's great business into our dispatch. We shall entertain you. We will proceed no further in this business. I have bought golden opinions from all sorts of people which would be cast aside if I were so soon to partake in child's play. 
Art thou afeard to be the same in thine own act and valor as thou art in desire, letting I dare not wait upon I would? Like the poor cat in the adage? Prithee, peace, I dare do all that may become a man. Who dares do more is none. But screw your courage to the sticking place, and you shall not be made a mockery of. Know you not my father partook in similar games? Indeed, I wrote many a campaign while he still drew breath. I have one that I had intended to play with him until his fatal accident. Accident? That was no accident. I was in the mind to hope that due to your overtaking of my father's position, mayhaps you would indulge me? I offer my thanks for this kindly invitation. However, I must decline for my uh, work is far too important. My liege, are you certain in this choice? Hamlet wrote this when the last king was alive, and they were going to play it together. Do you not think it would help them find peace with their father's accident if we played? I don't know. My liege, in my medical opinion that I have due to studying, doctor, I must say that this is what would best help them get over the loss of their father. Yes, and, and we have this to offer you. I take the hat from my head and hold it out. A wonderful hat that I intended to give to my father, and I've been meaning to give to you. Hamlet, I gave you that hat. To help me surprise my father, because... Oh, credit cards! What? Ah, yes. What? Credit cards, because I needed Ophelia to help because of credit card receipts. Exactly. I walk up to Claudius, and I put the hat on his crown. Right. I am settled, and bend up each corporal agent to this festive feat. Thank you to the Denmark Actors Guild. We thank you for giving us feedback on the script we're writing, which we'll hear back from any day now. I mean, sure, they're busy, you know, but like, I'm sure we'll hear back from them soon. Yep, totally. Our theme song is The Magician's Study, written by Kevin Taylor and performed by Lyndon Meyer. This episode is written and edited by Ariel Northcutt, Alonia Meyer, and Zia Schwartz-Kinsey. Actors are Ronan Boren as King Hamlet, Lyndon Meyer as Horatio, Ariel Northcutt as Hamlet, Alonia Meyer as Ophelia, and Zia Schwartz-Kinsey as the DM. Sound effects by Alonia Meyer. Additional soundtrack by Ariel Northcutt. Graphics by Beatrice Rose and Ariel Northcutt. This is an Improv Ed Shakespeare production. Disclaimer, this is not in fact a D&D podcast and is a work of fiction. Find us at improvidshakespeare.com. For more content such as Ophelia's Flower Language, King Hamlet's Violin Recordings, Hamlet's Attempts at Poetry, and A Magical Sword to Help Kill Your Uncle, check us out at 2B Shakespeare. That's the numeral 2, the letter B, Shakespeare. Thank you for listening. Thank you.